0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon. Simon means Simon in French. That's where I'm from. Let's start the show by a little thought I had today about romance. You know, and it, it's... I don't know how we're going to do that, but did you notice that because the pandemic, of course, nobody shakes hands, and if you're about to date somebody, it's a whole fear, and um, it has impacted the way we interact with each other so much. And I thought about all the younger people, you know, the boys and the girls in their early 20s, how difficult it must be the situation for them too. Because at the time when you need the most freedom and lightness of being, the universe has thrown you the contrary. So my thoughts goes to you, you know, if, if you and you, I don't know, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, stay strong because I know we only have one youth and you'll have a chance later on to catch up. But I'm thinking of you often because I remember being that age. I wanted to go everywhere. I do everything. So my thoughts are for my younger listeners right now that uh, are very loyal. Uh, Your calls and your questions are next. Bonjour, Talia.
2: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Talia. So I understand you have a romantic story you would like to share with me on air, and I am all ears.
2: I do. Um, So I've been with my boyfriend for two years, but how we met is pretty kind of crazy, but also cute. Um, We both work at a restaurant, and I was a waitress, and he was a prep cook. So I went to the back um, where he was making the food in the back of house. And I saw him for the first time, and I was like, okay, that guy is hot. (laughs) And then I started talking (laughs) to him. And one of his friends was joking around, and he turned the lights off. And for some reason, I got compelled to kiss him. And he leaned over, and we kissed. It wasn't, like, tongue or anything, but he was stirring the soup still as we were kissing. And then the lights came back up, and we were like, "Uh, what just happened? And then, honestly, we have been together since then.
1: So <laughs> I love that. I just I, this is out of the movie. So how did that make you feel when the lights went off and you went for the kiss in? and who went for the kiss? You did, he did.
2: I mean, I'm pretty aggressive, so I went for the kiss, but Ooh. he returned it. So
1: <laughs> Wow. Listen, I just I, I, I love that story. It could be the beginning of a great movie. And so and then I got to ask you as as the relationship progressed Did you guys find it easy to be working together, or was that difficult to always be together?
2: Well, here's the thing. He quit like a month after to start a different job, and so I think that may have saved us. Because working in the same environment can be um, pretty toxic on the relationship. I mean, I've done it before, and it has not worked out, Um, but... You know, seeing him there, we were able to flirt enough to, you know, for me to get my claws in, so to speak. (laughs) And um, he's younger than me. He's 10 years younger than me.
1: Ooh, wow.
2: Yeah. I mean, I like younger guys because they're fun,
1: obviously. Listen, I'm sure a lot of uh, my wonderful listeners would agree uh, (laughs) about that last statement. Yeah, I mean, younger is always funnier. I mean, let's be honest, whether it's a girl or a guy, uh, there's, if you look at the realities, when you're younger, you have less responsibilities, you're more daring, you're more, you know, you just like you go with the flow. When you're older, you get more responsible and then a bit less fun. So I totally understand. Right. Good for you, Talia. Thank you so much for sharing that story and have a good night.
2: Thank you for listening, Simon.
1: My pleasure. Coming up, I'm going to go to my voicemail and we're going to hear Victoria Dilemma with her boyfriend. That's next. So what should you do if um, you're in a relationship, you love your partner, but you know there's issues, anxieties, stuff like that, or, or other things that you have to fix, you decide to go to therapy, your boyfriend doesn't want to go, and you want him to go? Uh, I think this is a case where it's almost like lifestyle where well, you have to draw the line on what's good for you. Uh, if your partner doesn't want to get the help, if your partner doesn't want to you know, evolve and doesn't want to you know, make everything better, that means he doesn't want the relationship to work. And then you should ask yourself, why would I want to stay with someone who doesn't want to help me build a healthy relationship? And once you have answered that question, you'll know what to do. You cause the next, Bonjour, Ashlyn. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Ashleen. What's going on tonight? How can I help you?
0: Um, I'm living with my boyfriend. We're finally back together. And he doesn't know this, but uh, my ex-boyfriend works up the street from where we live now. And he keeps texting me, wanting to be friends. I did have lunch with him once. And I have a lot of guilt about it because I don't know if I still have feelings for him. So mm-hmm. my question is, do I block him? Do I not talk to my ex?
1: Well, um, it all depends. Uh, first of all, how do you feel when your ex text you
0: ex-text uh, you? I feel like I'm doing something bad or something wrong.
1: But do you like it? Yes. What do you like in the fact that your ex is texting you?
0: Well, I guess I was with him for a long time, but he never wanted to come in. Now he's texting me, <laughs> you know?
1: So yeah, if could. you had to choose who you want to ooh with, you ex or the new one? Probably the ex, but the new one is a
0: good relationship guy.
1: Okay. So the ex represents like an addiction, a high and a low. So the bad boy gives you the high of great ooh chemistry and a lot of pleasure on one end and... And then you got the lows with him, right? The disappointment, the despair, the sadness, all the drama. The the new guy doesn't have the same high, and never will. But he brings you happiness and the stability. So this is a decision you got to make on your own. The wise thing to do would be to block your ex and then ask yourself: Do I want to give a chance to mental and emotional addiction to kick in again with this guy, or? Do I stop the toxic relationship even mentally? I block him and I'll never talk to him again because at the end there's a lot of hurt for me. So what do you want to do?
0: Wow. Well, I think I should block him, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I would I would think it's a it's a good idea. And even though you know you'd be upset, just write down a notebook every time you miss him and thinking about him, so you detox yourself too, like yeah. a journal. And you tell yourself everything you feel like, okay?
0: Yeah, wow, that's great. I just have to make sure that my boyfriend now doesn't see the journal. Maybe I should put a fake name or
1: something. Um well that is none of his business. I would just say to him up front, I have a journal and if you ever, you know, look at it, we'll never date ever again. Because okay. that I really believe if you tell your partner you have a journal and they go through it, it's like stealing. Wow. Okay. Okay, so good luck to you, Ashleen. I'm glad we talked. I know you'll do the right choice for yourself.
0: Okay, thank you, Simon.
1: (laughs) You're welcome and have a good night. Okay, thank you. I gotta ask you, you know, how would you feel if your partner went to your journal? Let's talk about that next. So, this is an interesting question because my last caller told her, you said, you know, um, if you wanna. Detox from an emotion, and you don't have a therapist, you could do is buy a journal. And just like when you're 15 years old, just write in it what you feel and how does your partner makes you feel, this or that. But then it comes to the condition, and she goes, What would happen if he finds it? Now, I don't know about you, but for me, my own journal, which I don't hide. So right now I'm single, but let's say I'm in a relationship, my girlfriend would know where it is. But if she would open it and betray my trust, the relationship ends right there. Because your journal is, is where you put all your emotions and, and, and you have to have the right for that. Uh, I'm not saying, you know, you should maybe expose it, but I think I would do something very drastic. And I have a story about that. Um, I think you will, you will appreciate to make my point about what did I do when, when somebody uh, tried to open my journal. Didn't go well. Take a listen. Next. So I'm just going to ask you know before I tell you my own story, how would you feel if somebody opened your journal, and and it's not a journal you hide, right? Because in my case, true story, so it was a notebook. Maybe it's the same in French or English, but I call it a notebook where I put all my thoughts, all my dreams. Uh, it is on my bedside table. Uh, it's visible. Uh, you can open it, you know, like with no lock. And, and for me, trust is everything. So that one time. Long time ago, I was dating this what I thought wonderful girl. But then I caught her literally, you know, on the bed reading my journal. And I was so shocked and so upset. And she didn't understand why I was so upset. She said, Oh, it's so sweet. I said, You have to leave now and we're over. I was very direct. And she took it very badly. Oh, who cares about journal? I said, I do. And I don't know what you would do in a post on my social media. What would you do if somebody, you know, looked into your journal? But for me, it's a deal breaker. It's even worse than, than looking at my cell phone. My journal is my deepest thoughts. I don't hide it, but don't touch it. It's mine, and I won't look at yours either. So I'm going to put that question on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. Go vote, please. You call the next. Bonjour, Kelsey.
2: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Kelsey. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? So to be
2: honest with you, um... I'm a very educated woman. I think I'm physically attractive um, to many people. But, like, um, I've been on dates with a lot of men, and I always ask for feedback because they don't tend to stick around. And the feedback has been that, you know, that I'm just kind of masculine. Um, And I was just wondering, like, what can I do to, I guess, like, exude my femininity (laughs) and keep men around?
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, so, so let me understand. So, basically, you want to attract more men or you have one man in mind. What, what is exactly the goal?
2: So, the goal is to get in a relationship, you know, to get married, to have children. Like, I'm ready for okay. a long-term relationship and mm-hmm. I just can't keep men around. They feel like they're with their best friend versus like their woman.
1: That's um, a challenge that many, many, many women have. <laughs> uh, so, that's to, to just so you don't feel you're the only one uh but that aside uh it's a matter of what really finding the right person it's not about exuding femininity or just it's just the right click okay it's like um until the universe has put the two of you in front of each other there is no other way than just to you know date see what's going on it's like it's just there's no secret formula i believe in the universe i believe what's meant to be will happen so what i said to you kelsey is keep the faith i don't want you to change the way you are i don't want you to be if you want to exude more, exude more if you want. But it's not – that won't change what's going on with a guy. It's until you have found the right partner for you, well, you're just testing the water and, you know, you enjoy the dating. And then once the universe has put you in front of the right partner and vice versa, bing, that's it. It's like mm-hmm. – um, you know, like, imagine you have a plug and you have, um, I don't know, like a computer you want to charge, and, and until you find the right plug that has power, it doesn't work. What's well, the same thing? Until you find the right, perfect match, you can't power the relationship. That's what I mean.
2: Okay. I guess I'll keep trying to plug it keep, in.
1: Keep on plugging. That's what I do. I always say it. Until you find the right, you know—the power that matches what your, your, your plug is, it doesn't light up. It's the same thing. mm
2: mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Simon.
1: You are most welcome. Thank you for calling and have a good night.
2: Good night, Simon.
1: Have you ever dated someone where you felt like you desired them more than they desired you? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever dated someone where you felt like you desired them more than they desired you? I posted that on my social media, at Monibu Radio. 86% of you said, yes, I did. 40% 40% of you voted no. And I guess, I don't know if I could have said yes to that. You know, I'd probably no. I don't think I've ever dated someone that I felt desired me more than I desired her, to be honest. So I would have been part of the 14%. Thank you so much for voting on my social media and have a good night. Bonsoir.
0: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.